and welcome to our More Than Just Malbec podcast. I'm Rachel and today I'm joined by founder of Taste Argentina, Howard Jones. Hello. So today we're talking about Argentinian whites, partly because it's summer, but also because we just really need to talk about them. Um, they're very much under the radar, um, but the range and the quality is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it's great to be talking about white wines, isn't it? We spend so much of our time yeah. talking about Malbec and Pinot Noir and Cabernet Franc. Uh, so great to explore the white wines from Argentina as well. So just a, a little bit of a history lesson for you. Some of the earlier plantings of grapes uh, with white varietals, planted of course by Spanish immigrants when they first arrived in, in Argentina. Uh, and then over the last 300 years or so, reds and whites have really exchanged places a number of times in terms of production volumes. Uh, but it's really in the last 20 years we've seen reds start to dominate, of course, driven by the popularity of Malbec. Um, some current stats for you are for every 10 hectares of grapes planted, only one to two are white grapes. And what we're seeing is really a small number of producers, such as our good friend Susanna Balbo, uh, really pushing the white wine category. Um, but it requires a lot of investment and expertise, which is a hard, hard sell, of course, for some of the smaller producers who maybe don't have the, uh, the funds to invest. Uh, and of course, who can rely on good Malbec sales? And I suppose it's questionable uh, from a business point of view, why do they need to plant white, white, uh, white grapes and make white wines when they're selling all of the Malbec that they can produce? Um, whites take a lot more looking after in the winery, uh, and so the cost of temperature control and refrigeration, hugely important. And you can understand that, can't you? I mean, it's, you know, why, why would you do that when, if you're small yeah, well, exactly. and things and are going it, well? You're selling all you're growing anyway. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Sure. Um, so what, white can, what whites can you expect from Argentina then? Um, Torontes um, is native to Argentina and currently the most widely planted, um, around 7,700 hectares, um, followed by Chardonnay at 6,000 hectares, and then you've got smaller quantities of Sauvignon Blanc, Chenin, Viognier, and uh, Semillon. Um, today, Torontes is being produced in what I would say is a much more international style. Um, with the likes of the Creos Torontes um, proving to be a really popular choice for our customers. It's around sort of 14 um, 99 and it's a great choice if you like um, Sauvignon Blanc. Um, it's a very aromatic grape. Um, so it, it's definitely, if, it, if you've never tried Torontes, it's a good place a to start. Yeah, it's really approachable. Um, plenty of white flower, lime, citrusy notes um, with a nice sort of crisp dry finish. Um, so in addition to Rontes, we also have some incredible Chardonnay from producers such as Catena. In fact, they're white bones and they're white stones, which um, aren't cheap, <laughs> but they really have a cult following. Um, we only get tiny quantities of these, um, sadly, but there's not much made and they sell out almost immediately um, as soon as we get them in. Absolutely. And thankfully, the Catena Alta Historic Rochard is available to a seemingly year-round. Yeah. Uh, and also a great, great example, isn't it? Yeah, and, and actually some of the feedback we get from our customers who have bought the Catena Alta and the White Bones and White Stones is that actually, you know, at yeah, that price, price point, um, Catena Alta really overachieves. So um, we've certainly, as Howard said, got plenty of that in stock. So um, if you like your Burgundian style Chardonnay, the Alta um, is a really good wine um, and it's around 21 99 uh, so what, what else can we find? Uh, so we have some old vine Semillon, uh, also grown in Argentina. I can remember uh, we found uh, the Ricciatelli Semillon at a tasting in London, gosh, probably about 18 months ago, yeah, two years ago. I've been absolutely blown away by, by you know, the, the richness of the wine and the, the, qual the whole quality of that packaging, the presentation, the wax seal, the whole thing. Um, and so we're definitely seeing a trend amongst um, younger winemakers 
to really sort of rescue some of, the, of those old wine whites. Um, and as I say, Matthias Ricciatelli producing great quality um, from 40-year-old vines uh, down in Patagonia. In terms of alternatives, we've also got some, some Gruner, some Gruner Valtlina, um, which some of you may know from Austria, Pinot Gris and some Bordeaux-inspired blends from uh, Karim Mussi, amongst others. Uh, so there's really a marvellous choice if you fancy adding some wines to your basket next time around. So uh, throughout June, um, to tempt you into trying some whites, we're offering 10% off all of our white wines. Um, you just need to enter white 10 um, with no spaces um, into the discount box at checkout. Um, yeah, so that's it for now on, on whites. Um, we hope we've tempted you into trying a few. Um, and we'll be back soon with another podcast. Bye for now. Bye.